Hey everybody, I'm Poosh LaBelle and you're listening to another episode of Smile Lines. What up, what up, ballers? <laughs> How is everybody? How was everybody's week? Or the last two weeks, I should say. I know that after Easter weekend I was supposed to do the pot on the Friday, but... Things took a turn. Shit went awry that week because my husband had to watch the NFL draft. Now, if you're like me and don't know anything about football, then you're like, what is the draft? (laughs) And I only know because of my husband. And I guess what it is, is the team's have this weekend event where they choose players to go on their teams. I don't know the full background, but I know that it's an event. So his friend came over the Thursday, and he was here the Thursday and the Friday and the Saturday. And I believe the draft went on to the Sunday as well, but that's neither here nor there. Point is, we had company over and I wasn't able to get down with you. So that whole week is wash, baby. <laughs> I don't know what happened, okay? I literally don't know why I can't remember things because if you were like me, <laughs> just forget everything right now. In your younger days, you were able to remember a lot of things, and this is what I remember, and it's playing those memory card games where you have to lay out like 10, 20 cards and then flip them over and try to get the matches with your memory. And I would pride myself on being the memory master. But now, (laughs) now that's all gone to hell. (laughs) So, I don't know what I did last week. I know what I've just done recently, like in the grand scheme of life. And what happened is where I typically do my podcast, it was never really like a permanent space. And I know you guys were probably just like, what are these sounds in the background? And it's like the sump pump draining water (laughs) or whatever it does. And I, my desk and my microphone was propped up right near that. So we're in a different setting today because recently what me and my husband have been doing is getting ready to re kind of renovate. I was going to say remodel, but I'm not really sure if like that's the term. But yeah, we're, we're getting ready to renovate the area in our basement where we have the podcast area, but it's going to be another area where I'm able to work. So what happened was we had the tiles on the ceiling and we had to pull those down and we have to save money, baby. So we decided to pull them down ourselves. And thank God that this was the easiest task that I have ever been faced with when it comes to this because a lot of our house, we would DIY the work, but I'm not, I'm not DIYer. It's so difficult for me 
to just find the patience and to to find the I don't know what it is like the thing inside me to make me do it like the enthusiasm I suppose <laughs> because every time I'm just like this is so boring and so hard and so long of a task like I just I can't put up with it but this was one of those things so his friend and him my husband moved out all of the furniture that were in the two areas of the room so there at least it was empty and I'm suited up I've got the safety goggles the gloves I got my powder blue crocs on I'm ready to get to demoing okay so my husband pulls out all of the light fixtures and he has the crowbar and he's cranking out the first piece of tile and it comes out seamlessly. So he gets two or three more and then I'm starting to get two or three. So now we have like a pretty big stack. Like we have like six to ten tiles at this point. And I'm like, okay, we're going to put them in bags and then we'll put them in the garage to eventually dispose of them. So I wanted it to do or I wanted to dispose of them one way, so I wanted to do it one way, and then my husband had a different idea of how to do it, and we just sort of, like, argued like that, and I was like, I want to do it this way, he's like, no, do it this way, and then I was like, he never listened to what I want to do, and he said the same thing, and I just cut it off at the knees because I was like, I can't do this because part of what make pro what makes projects so overwhelming for me is that I can't do them with my husband. Like, that is one thing that we always seem to butt heads in or on. And I'm sure a lot of you are the same way, but we've kind of learned to recognize that we do that. And we try to acknowledge it before, like, a big blowout starts. So we just kind of argued back and forth and I eventually just conceded because at the end of the day I didn't give a fuck like I just wanted to get rid of these tiles so then we got a system down everything was all well and good so taking them down like I said was the easiest fucking thing in the world like it probably took us 15 minutes 20 minutes to take them down if that but then behind the tile in the strapping of the ceiling which is, um, like, wooden beams going across the ceiling. There was all kinds of staples stuck in the ceiling, so we had to pull them out, like, by hand. <laughs> I was using, like, some pliers. I was up on the stool pulling them out, and that took about, mm, maybe about two hours it might have been more because I wasn't really stopping but I was like about three quarters of the way through and I was like I have to take a break because it's so hard on my shoulders and my wrist is all fucked lately my knees all fucked like nobody tells you that you're just gonna be all creaky and falling apart even though your mind says that you're not but three quarters of the way in I was like okay I gotta stop I need to take a break I need to rest my neck because you're constantly looking up right and you're you're taking the tweezers with your dominant hand and you're you're exuding force like pulling the staple out 
so that was hurting and I was switching my hands so it wasn't too bad like my shoulders both sort of got the brunt of it but it was just my neck was constantly always looking up so I was like I'm taking a break and we decided to watch Moon Knight on our break and my god are you guys watching Moon Knight because I didn't know what the hell that was I'm like ah superheroes blah 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 but look at me look at me loving the Batman and now loving Moon Knight when I first started this this is my roller coaster of an emotional reaction so I started watching Moon Knight I was like this is pretty interesting I could get behind this the middle of it like the first two three episodes were like good and then the middle of it I was like this is fucking weird like this is taking a turn the where I wish it didn't I I need to turn around I need to go back I need to take to take it into a more relatable type of road for me. Like, it just wasn't doing it, and I was kind of confused, and I hate, and I don't know if it's just me that can't follow the storyline or that it's so complex or that I need different background information or something, but I lose it along the way, and I can never recover from that, so that going forward just, like, throws me off, and then I become disinterested, but... I was pushing on because I was like, you know what? Now I'm going to see this thing through. There's not going to be too many episodes left. And then my husband was like, oh, you know, apparently this next episode, somebody said that it was the most epic, like, TV episode in history or whatever the hell. So I was just like, okay, whatever. So we watched it during the break. And oh my gosh, it was fantastic. I don't know if I would call it the best episode in TV history. Like for me, <laughs> for me, one of my favorite, and it's not even like an entire episode, so maybe it doesn't fit in this category, but one of my favorite TV moments was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I believe it was in the last season. <laughs> and if you guys watch it, it was Vicky and Kelly Dodd. <laughs> and I don't know, they're sitting at some fucking lunch near a beach. And then Kelly's like, no, 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 no. Kelly and her meditation coach are sitting at the beach or whatever. And the coach is telling her to meditate and she's sitting there, and they're editing it, and she's sitting there all peaceful looking, and then he's like, oh, I want you to forgive Vicky, or remember Vicky as your friend, and remember all of the things she does for you, and then it's just a flashback to Vicky, and Vicky's just like, fuck you, Kelly Dodd, fuck you, but the fucking editor's slowed it down so he's like okay visualize vicky and then all it is is fucking vicky in a slowed down clip being like fuck you kelly dad fuck you <laughs> it was so amazing it was one of my favorite things that i have ever seen on tv but i mean i guess moon knight could come close <laughs> So we've seen that, and then I guess there's one more episode by the time you're listening to this 
pod. I'm sure you've already seen it if you're watching it, but I haven't seen it yet because what I've been catching up on sweetnesses is Big Brother Canada. Now I gotta tell you something. <laughs> I like, I don't get it. I don't get why I haven't joined the social media chain. I'm just a loser, I guess. <laughs> but with this pod, I was like, you know what? I want to interact with my audience. So I'm going to make an Instagram so you guys can see what I'm talking about. I'm going to make a Twitter so when I have quick thoughts, I'm going to tweet them out. And holy shit, I love Twitter. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's total fucking cesspool. I, I've only heard about it through friends. And by friends, I mean my friends on Reddit. <laughs> over there in that cesspool. Yeah, so I heard about the Twitter sphere from Reddit, which I frequent all the time, but I lurk in the shadows. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to go out there just so that I can start. And I haven't really, not that I haven't, like I don't know what's going on, but I haven't gotten the hang of it yet. Like I'm still kind of looking. And from what it is, it's so hilarious, which I always love. But point is, I was tweeting out some tweets. I was tweeting. And the things that come up are just so hilarious with the big brother. Because if you guys are watching it, or were watching it, I don't get the fucking hate for Kevin. I wanted Kevin to win. And guess what, baby? He did. He really came through. I wanted him to win from the jump, from jump ball, sweetness. Right from the beginning. My husband and I were both like, yeah, that's the guy. The guy's the guy. But the entire length of the season, we just weren't fans of Betty and Summer. And like I said, I go to Reddit, absolute Betty and Summer fans. But of course, you get your Kevin fans. You go on Twitter, not a Kevin fan in sight. Betty and Summer have stands everywhere ready to have the heads of anyone that says otherwise. And I was just like, I don't get it. Because Summer was extremely annoying, try hard. And Betty was just extremely annoying but in a different way like she was just gross in like the way that she wanted to be recognized for her playing but the way that anyone else played the game was subpar to her but I was like how are you playing yeah she, she won a few competitions and stuff but the social aspect of it she, like the the Josh and Betty dynamic was super weird too like, he was like, I betray you. She's like, fuck you. And then he's like, I'm sorry. She's like, okay. And that exact scenario shook out, like, thrice. So, it was fucking weird. But, needless to say, Kevin won and Marty won. Yeah, I didn't get the Marty hate either, honestly. But Marty won Canada's favorite player. And everyone's like, oh my god, two straight white men winning fucking again, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, like, I never saw it that way. I just loved Marty, and I would 
vote for him as Canada's favorite player because tree fucking H.O.H. <laughs> I want tree H.O.H. <laughs> he was just an Acadian legend. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved the whole season. It was so great. The gummy bear thing, gummy bear gate. That was also really fun. So the whole thing, the whole shebang, I was just enjoying so much. So I was finishing that up. I watched, and and listen, by no means am I a big brother stan or fan or uh, super fan. I am a casual. I'm riding, I'm riding the sand till the wheels fall off. <laughs> no, I'm a casual as fuck. I don't know anything about fuck. The editors give me what they want me to see and I eat it up. And I make my judgments from that. Not alone. Miss me on fucking watching the feeds at 3 a.m. or whatever the fuck you insomniacs do. I couldn't be, I couldn't be asked. <laughs> I could not be asked. To watch that. I just I just eat up what the editors give me. And I love it. But in between that I was watching The Circle. So I was tweeting that out as well. And I've only watched the first episode so far. But I love The Circle, okay? I love it so much. So I considered applying to The Circle. Because that is the game for me. You don't really have to meet anybody face-to-face. You communicate all through texting and emojis. And then you're just, you win by being popular and gassing people up. That's my life. So I would love it. I wouldn't even want to go on necessarily to win. It would just be like a super fun experience. So I that is my next chunk of show that I need to watch. So I need to watch The Circle because I'm finishing Big Brother. I'm finishing Survivor. I haven't watched the last episode. So things things are going well for me in the TV department. I'm also watching Selling Sunset. And, of course, I have my housewives that is a, on a continuous fucking reel. Wow. <laughs> I am just living my life. It's the soundtrack to my life. It's fucking real housewives of anywhere. So... <laughs> And I love it. So we're doing that. Well, in the TV scheme of things. Um, What are you guys doing? What are you guys up to? So I'm working on my basement, like I said. I told you I had to kibosh the deck. We're working on, at the same time, simultaneously, trying to get the garage um, renovated completely. So we have to get two garage doors because we have a garage door in the back and one in the front. And apparently they're different sizes. The guy came to measure it all out. And do you know how many fucking options there are for garage doors? It's it's hundreds. <laughs> okay? It's insane. Like, I was trying to pick out my garage door. So I finally settled on it. The one in the front is going to be like an evergreen, hunter green color just picture it so picture a rectangle and then it'll have four rows or not four rows four rows yeah four rows of two I don't know if I'm saying this two rows of four I'm not good at math so it's two rows of four so it's 
split in half and then it goes two, 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 two. So a rectangle on each side. And then on the top row, it'll have windows with cross hatching in it. And then it's gonna have like carriage style um, handles and hinges. And then the back door will be the same. So two rows of four in a rectangle shape. So two, 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 but no windows. They're extremely expensive. So with everything though, in the grand scheme of things, like it has to be done. It has to be done because what I want to do in there is have the garage doors be insulated actually and then insulate the entire garage, drywall it, heat it, and then it's livable square footage. And I'm going to put a fucking closet in there because I hate my entrance as it is right now. I need room. I need everything to be organized. I need coats. I need hats. I need sunglasses. I need shoes, sandals, sneakers, boots, a place for wet boots, place for wet mitts, I, a place to sit down. Like I'm, I'm talking I want a big fucking area. So when I walk in the house, everything is where it should be and it's not a clusterfuck. It's just going to be nice and easy and peaceful. So that's what's going on with me, like work-life-wise and TV-wise and personal life-wise. I have to, actually this weekend, I have to take it pretty easy because every single weekend it's been filled with something. Like, we're just busy as fucking bees. Our neighbor is moving, which sucks because... He, <laughs> we had our struggles in the beginning when we first moved here because he'd be chopping down the hedges, like, just asking my husband, and my husband didn't tell me, and then I was all pissed because I was like, no, the fucking hedges, but that's all in the past. We made up, and we were best of friends, best of neighbor friends, as could be. But he was just, like, a single guy alone. He threw his house up, house up for sale. And he sold them. We're like, oh, no. I hope we get good neighbors. Like, this guy was, like I said, he's a single guy alone. Just left us alone. Like, was always cool. Waved to us. Pushed the snow out of our driveway some days. Like, he's a cool guy. Super cool guy. And we're like, oh, we're going to have, like, a fucking family live next to us with, like, screaming kids. Oh, I hope they don't have a dog because our dogs are psycho. They're going to always be barking at the fence. Like, I was stressing, but apparently he sold it to, like, this old couple who's apparently building a house on the water. So they only need this house temporarily. So I was like, at least temporarily this is going to work out, I hope. But in him moving, he's been texting us like hey do you want this hey do you want this hey do you want this and one of these things okay the first like couple things was like do you want some firewood we're like fuck yeah and then he's like do you want some ramps so that your car can be elevated or whatever we're like yeah and then the other thing that he asked if we wanted was that texas horseshoe game but it's just a box with like a cup in the middle and you try to, I've never played it. <laughs> so I'm like explaining the rules. Like I know what it is. I'm just explaining them to what I think it is. But the, it's a box with the cup in the middle and you throw the washer and there's also a hook on the side of the box. 
So if you get the hook, it's more points. If you get it in the box versus if you get it in the cup. So it's Texas Horseshoe by ways of that. And we were actually going to buy it. So we're like, yeah, we'll take that. And we got bocce ball. So you know what? Every cloud has a silver lining. So that's about it for me. I will post some shit on Instagram because I was out on my deck during the NFL draft. Drinking those Cottage Springs iced tea, I got absolutely obliterated and passed out for like two hours because I drank like an entire pack under the sun. <laughs> it was awesome for me until, you know, that part, but <laughs> I'll try to post on Instagram. You can follow my Twitter. You can find it all at Pod. and uh, keep smiling. Bye.